Hey everyone, Matt Price here from That Side Hustle. And today we're going to be talking about content marketing and how I'm coming up with ideas and my general content strategy for this podcast. Um, and then also sharing a bit about what I've done in the past with uh, my kind of other roles as a freelancer and then what I'm going to be doing with the actual business side of things. Um, so basically the difference between content marketing for a service and content marketing for actual products. So uh, let's get into the show. So let me first explain uh, what the two kind of, well, so my service side of thing, freelancing. So I'm freelancing in the film industry and that requires me to obviously sell myself and my services. Uh, I do sound in film, uh, which is why podcasting is a very familiar medium to me. And yeah, so the then the actual business side of things is selling products that are kind of baby products, um, which are kind of made, it's kind of fashion apparel is the kind of line. And so trying to figure out and change my content strategy from what I've been doing in the service side of things to something that's a bit more complex which is obviously products, but then you're you're kind of selling a service or experience alongside those products, and there's kind of uh, I feel a lot more kind of um, kind of facets and kind of uh, things to break down. So, firstly, content marketing for yourself is kind of very easy because I basically took the line of demonstrating knowledge, and that in a service sector industry is really really valuable because basically people are looking to put their trust in you to deliver a said service um, it's not necessarily all based just on price or anything else like that um, in that in the kind of film and content worlds they have fast turnarounds they need to know that people can deliver for them and so yeah being able to have someone that they can trust rely on with a good attitude and a knowledge um, demonstrated whether that be uh, kind of final products or projects that they've worked on um, means that they're then able to basically infer that you can do the current job. And so the selling becomes more a part of you demonstrate that something definitely works and then it obviously comes down to price. But if you've done a good job with your content marketing, then all you're doing while people are consuming your content is building leverage. And uh, we'll talk in future episodes about why building leverage is really important. Um, because obviously when it comes down to negotiation, uh, the people with the most leverage have kind of the most uh, sway. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a slam dunk every time in terms of uh, being able to get the, the price that you want or that you think uh, you deserve for a certain type of job. Uh, but if you've done the demonstration part of knowledge, then that will obviously show... Uh, that you can do the job and you're obviously then worth it a lot more because the people that are charging a lower price, generally that's because they haven't built up enough leverage uh, either by having the actual experience or being able to show that they have the relevant experience for a said position. So hopefully that, in a nutshell, that was pretty much what I was doing with all the content marketing for my own personal brand. Um, there's obviously a lot of stuff that I do, which is uh, kind of helping and teaching other people, other sound recordists, and that doesn't necessarily directly relate to me, but through that process of documenting and then using the feedback from what other people have 
basically reacted to from my content, uh, I'm actually able to learn more myself based on other opinions of people uh, and peers in my kind of group. So even though it's kind of um, a, a more bolder move uh, to kind of put stuff out there, even when you kind of think you're not necessarily ready, you always just have to frame things in a way that you're coming at it basically from a, a stance of you are putting it out there that you're doing stuff this way and then have some alternatives so it's it's basically without using any i'll basically give you a, a formula so it doesn't have to be as specific as something relating to film and sound but it's it's a case of this uh, this practice or this problem this is how I'm solving it right now. These are an, these are several other ways that I've seen other people solve it, and I haven't gone for those ways because of X, Y, and Z in this circumstance. And obviously, there's no, I mean, very few things. There's very kind of tried and true, like the only way to do something um, kind of models. So it's important to basically get a conversation going in. Uh, in an industry um, and that'll help you basically form a community later on um, that'll help like a little support network almost um, with lots of people sharing lots of ideas about how they would do things and then you can basically everyone is building and skilling up all at the same time and again you're still demonstrating all your knowledge and so demonstrating knowledge helps you build leverage and putting yourself out there really gives you the most benefit because uh, for instance on my sound channel I have 700 videos, like over 800,000 views on all of them combined, which is pretty good for a, a niche kind of channel. Not every one of those, of even my 5,000 subscribers, has watched all my videos. Um, but the people that do, uh, they're obviously going to then have more and more reference points uh, for going forward in their work. So it's not about me putting out an answer. And, I, and this podcast will be exactly the same. It's not about me saying that this is the exact way to do it. I'm just going to try and give you templates uh, that I'm working on for myself. And then I'll be explaining around that the context. Um, and then I hope that you'll do the same and reach out and um, hopefully we'll get interviews on this podcast as well um, just so people can have more points of reference because again it is, it's very good to follow one person who is very knowledgeable um, but always it comes down to having your own spin on it because otherwise you're never going to be able to replicate what someone else is is kind of doing because they're already doing it and that's that's the main thing as well is not to get too bogged down in the strategy of things it's more important to do things rather than kind of think about them so this constant feedback loop of putting something out there getting the feedback and then doing it again or uh, adapting uh, to kind of the market is how you're going to be really successful so without further ado let's go on to how now with a, a kind of a four month old business uh, selling physical goods um, we're selling them online as well um, mainly online obviously we have a few markets lined up uh, which kind of require different strategies but um, just talking generally about the types of content that uh, people have been giving us really positive feedback or obviously we don't personally have a baby ourselves yet uh, coming in June 2019 just to kind of date this um, 
So yeah, making baby products when you then don't have a baby to showcase means a lot of influencer marketing. So it's basically a lot of uh, content that comes from other people being able to use our products. So that's quite an easy way for content marketing because especially if you can give people a kind of a set brief or like something like give away a product for instance and then because you like how someone's taking pictures or videos or will give you an honest in-depth review um, then that piece of content becomes again a piece of content marketing that gives you social proof because it's someone else it's not you saying that you've made a really good product it's someone else who is trusted um, and obviously now be i reference influencer marketing because it doesn't have to be someone with seven million subscribers um it can be someone with a couple of couple of thousand um even these days there's a lot there's kind of a term coming now which is like micro influencer where someone has basically high engagement among a decent amount of people and so it's not about just uh it's it's again it's it's how it worked before originally you would try and get on tv to influence as many people as possible now people prefer to kind of section things up and for instance they'll put adverts on all the social media platforms and they'll put adverts and uh, work with many many different people instead of trying to work with one person and just instead of that one big punch you're coming at your marketing angle from lots and lots of different ways so so uh, yeah so to recap again i tend to ramble on these things which is why it's good in kind of one take i guess but i like to bring it back round just so i can reinforce things so where whereas i am the influencer in the service side of what i was doing or what i am doing as a as a freelance sound recordist now with a physical product it's all about me handing over to other people and being able to facilitate content that they are generating i'm also things that people have responded really well to is the process so everyone loves a story again the the company and the business is only four months old, but we already have our first employee. We're already trying to go to big um, trade shows next year. Um, and we've we've been building up a steady amount of, of business, even when we haven't been paying for advertising, um, which is really nice. So lots of word of mouth. So... Yeah, there's, there's, again, there's multi-facets to this, but the content is either coming from other people, it's coming from our process, and it's coming from our kind of uh, origin story, um, is like a term that's thrown about by lots of other marketers, um, where you basically are showing where you're coming from, why you're coming, like, there, why, like, is this product needed? It's, again, like with anything, um, even toothpaste, for example, uh, Colgate, the company that makes, like, loads of toothpaste, around the world um, they have 23 different types of toothpaste they don't make just one toothpaste that does everything for everyone so that's what we're trying to do with the marketing as well we're trying to start to interview other people as well which is another way of getting uh, content from other people in your circle and the end goal is to really try and build a community and facilitate knowledge just like I was in the service what I will refer to now as the service sector. Um, so in, in my service sector business, I'm obviously trying to com create a community of people um, so we can all help and skill up uh, each other in our work um, while demonstrating knowledge. And we're doing a similar thing in the retail, uh, but with a physical product, you obviously have 
tang- kind of more tangible features. Um, so there's deliberate design choices that are really good for um, for babies uh, at several different points. Uh, quite a lot of our fashion items have very very practical um, uses and like deliberate. Uh, kind of design uh, for instance getting over the teething phase um, I won't go too far into it in case obviously you have no reference um, about baby products um, I'm definitely learning more and more at the moment with the first child coming um, so yeah so I would say that this is a nice starting point again I have a whole podcast this whole episode isn't meant to fill you in all at once but difference between service compared to actual physical business is that there's basically a lot more flexibility but a lot more demand on the business side of things for where you get content and how much content you distribute um so service sector side it's kind of a bit more kind of demonstrating that the product works and then social proof from either interviewing other people or um yeah working like making content yourself and just becoming an influencer whereas with a physical product in a business it's all about the origin story of the business of why the business is there um that gets people really excited and connected to the business uh, for instance we everything is plastic free um that we use and any plastic we do use has like a, a biodegradable uh, kind of additive to it so basically everything is uh, compostable um, so that's really nice we also donate three percent to charity and we did that straight off the bat so every order three percent um, goes goes to fighting neglected tropical diseases around the world so um, scaling with that becomes a lot easier because if you can donate three pence out of a pound it doesn't it doesn't become so hard when you're donating 300 pounds out of 10,000 so um hopefully that that can uh, keep going as well and there's so many things i mean you're you're here to learn more and more about business so i don't need to plug the business but hopefully that gives you a nice base starting point and then i'll be going through these kind of tactics one by one and then obviously covering lots of different strategies hopefully every day i'm on the road right now so yes i will end this episode here if you found this useful hit me up on the dm on instagram um i'm that underscore side underscore hustle uh, or you can get involved on anchor.fm forward slash that side hustle and of course uh, contribute to the show by kind of phoning in um, and exploring all those features so until next time guys i will see you later